welcome to Girl Friday. My name is Yoshika and I am your host. In today's episode, I kind of want to talk about my sobriety and how it started. I know this is like probably not the most interesting topic, especially to people who are actively enjoying life and, you know, in the habit of drinking and always going out like this is not I know you're like okay well I don't want to be sober so this is stupid but for those of you who've made it to this episode alone you're probably in the right place because I know I sound like a religious group but no it's nothing like that I started off being sober curious So I never admitted to having a problem and I was always too worried about my friends, um, my friends' addictions to stuff or their sobriety journey that I never really addressed all of my issues and why I was a user of anything. And I always thought, oh, these people who are in rehab or AA meetings or sober for 30 days, like... I used to think that they were weak and fragile and um, when they're not like the friends who are actually continuing to drink and continuing to go out where are the fragile ones like where the weak ones like they're the strong ones trying to get help and I never really saw it that way until I came to the other side which thank god I did so I was sober curious because I was watching this show called Love. So yeah, I watched Love on Netflix and it's about love between a guy named Gus who's a teacher on movie sets here in LA and then Mickey, this girl, and she works for a radio station. She becomes like a producer. Um... And yeah, so she's an alcoholic and she goes to AA meetings as well as law meetings. So sex, love, um, addict anonymous meetings. And um, I might be saying some shit wrong because I'm like new to the game. But yeah, so I was re-watching the show and I thought it was so cute that she went to these meetings. And like was honest with herself or trying to be because she was like the biggest like version of a fuck girl that there is and I was like okay so I got curious and I asked my friend who was already going to like certain meetings was like hey can you help me find a class and he's like yeah or they're like yeah I'm gonna go to one tonight and then so I went with them and it was so cool because it was an LGBTQ one and everyone was so nice and welcoming and like super open about everything and accepting and there was coffee and then there was pizza which everyone devoured and then it was just really I went there to just kind of get a feel of like what these people are going through how they're dealing with it And maybe I'd get inspired, but yeah, of course I got inspired, like, these people were talking about their whole lives and fucked up journeys, and they still came out on the other side. They still saw an opportunity to heal, which, thank God, 
you know, they're that strong, because I was just sober curious, like, I'd probably drink, like, two to four times a week, which I didn't think was that much, but in retrospect, that's a lot, and I had also told a friend before I went, like, hey, I want to go to AA meetings to meet people, and he was like, yeah, I think that's a good idea, but only go there if you know you want to be sober, and then I was like, well, I mean, I kind of have been thinking about it, but I kind of just want to go and get some inspo, like, just to see, like, the my feet into the water type of situation he was like yeah you should go and then he's like I I started being sober again so this is actually re like like affirmate like this is like an affirmation for me to keep going and then I was like okay cool so he was like just keep in mind not everyone's story is like yours it could be worse it could be less like it doesn't matter don't feel bad don't compare yourself and just be open I was like okay so he kind of gave me some good tips and like I said everyone was so open and loving and the stories there were incredible and I walked out wanting to be sober so I was it was really hard like I think like fourth fifth day I mean it got hard and hard you know because you are you have this habit of just drinking as soon as a problem arises or as soon as you're irritated with something or as soon as you've had a long day like of course you want to drink because that you're in the habit of doing that but like alcohol is a disease alcoholism is a disease and so you know I was like no I can't drink like even though I want to and you know I don't I I still felt a little bit in denial about having a problem like I knew that there's a problem and I was peeling the layers and getting to the root core of it every day that I was sober but sometimes I'd be like okay I have no one to respond to like I'm not in these sober livings I'm not I don't have a sponsor like I'm not like you know I'm fine like I could have a drink and then I was like no I'm not gonna do it because these people that at the meeting were stronger than I am and I have to prove to them that I could be strong too like if they're being that strong like I need to be strong too I have to prove to myself that and holding myself accountable was a big part of of my sobriety like that's such a big step like is holding yourself accountable like going to these meetings or taking the first step and admitting you have a problem or like holding yourself accountable and not drinking and driving like little things like that like are so important for self-development and my friend that was like texting me with support he was also telling me that about a podcast that he listens to and it talks about what alcohol does to the brain and how it really helps sobriety journeys etc etc so when I did feel like drinking I would play one of these episodes which would make me not drink like the things that alcohol makes you or prevents you from doing like it prevents you from adapting from learning from breaking habits from like like improving yourself you just get worse and worse and worse and your cognitive gets worse your frontal lobe gets worse your decision making gets even worse like if you find yourself drinking moderately one or two socially you know but 
in real life you have trouble making decisions or you have trouble like adapting to things the reason is because you're depending on drinking like you're fucking up your brain you're fucking up your cognitive thinking you're fucking up the natural way of living like your body chemistry and how it works and these podcasts really helped me just stick with my sobriety it wasn't until one day because the root of me drinking too is that I do sex work and so every time I'm on a date or every time I like collab with the girl to do content or every time I'm like freelancing and trying to meet a sugar daddy somewhere like I have to drink I have to drink on this date I have to drink if I'm going out to meet these guys I have to drink if I'm making content with the girls so it can be funner like and so that was like the main thing main root of my drinking and so addressing that really helped me kind of be more authentic in this work line or kind of help me be more confident because alcohol would make me more confident during these dates or you know having to find that natural confidence like having to break through the illusion of like I can't do this or like make accurate decisions like why would I do this or why am I here with this person like just make better decisions overall or have a more genuine connection with them which is even better in the long run and um so one day I posted an ad as an escort and I was like getting these calls one weekend and I went over to one of the calls it was super early and he was like hey I'm drinking if you drink and I have other stuff and I was like no like I'm good I could still come like because I'm Cali sober so he said he had weed I was like we can smoke you know I don't mind and then so I went over there and he was doing like blow and he was like drinking like cognac cognac why can't I say cognac He was drinking too and I just couldn't even join him like the state he was in I did not want to be in and so I drank coffee and I smoked so I can like be on his level sort of um and we had a great time and I held on to my sobriety and this wasn't the first time that I did that I think I've also gone out and been sober so the second step I was really proud of myself for and then it was until I ran my errands went home he called me again he was like hey I'll pay you $800 if you just drink with me tonight and come back and he had already given me a thousand so I'm like like what it was I said no like 10 times but he was just a really bad influence and like obviously I want to double my money that day so I was like like I'm gonna have to fake it to make it so I broke my sobriety I drank it wasn't great at all like I wasn't like in the best mood of my life and I honestly did coke which I'm not even like a coke girl it's not my drug of choice but I did that all I did was like burn my nostrils like burn my throat and like the alcohol just made me all like moody and and, like down and like 
not good at decision making because I had gotten another call two hours later and this guy wanted to pay 800 he wanted me to go so bad he, it went from like 500 to like 800 he was like please just come and he was down the street at the jw downtown and i was like uh i might have to go and the guy was like no don't go and he was kind of like manipulating me again and instead of making like a more responsible decision which i definitely could have made sober i just decided to stay and it was not a bad night but also it could have been better and um yeah it is what it is but I'm grateful that it kind of broke my sobriety off of like kind of like a bet like or off of money and I knew I didn't want to do it and I didn't feel happy after so I'm kind of glad that happened because now it's I'm not even tempted to drink like now I'm like okay no one talked to me about drinking like I'm not like moody about it but I'm like no one could even influence me like no one could say or do anything unless you're giving me two grand to break my sobriety I wouldn't do it because it was worth the 800 except for the fact that I have to start my count but other than that it wouldn't have been worth it so I'm lucky that that's my you know that that's my breaking point that that was my my point where I broke sobriety but um people aren't as lucky as me to be offered a shit ton of money to break their sobriety and anyone who does that is a bad person but anywho so meetings have really helped a lot having sober friends has helped a lot and overall i feel more energized i have true conversations with people i notice like life even more i almost have like these little moments of clarity where i feel like a kid again and it's like weird clarity um I get really emotional because I'm so proud of my progress and where I'm at now. Even if it's now since I restarted the clock, I'm three days sober, which is nothing, but I really want to make it like forever. And it's crazy. It's crazy how many people could probably even listen to this podcast and be like, I don't know, sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo, because it's not. Like, you're at risk for everything if you keep drinking, and the way our health system is set up, it's like, why would we even want to put our life's dependency on the government? That makes no sense. Like, absolutely no sense and part of being sober like I said is working through your triggers working through what's not authentic about yourself and recreating kind of the person you want to be like what would I say in this in this situation instead of drinking or instead of getting drunk and then being myself which is not yourself like how would I present myself to these people I'm sober I know I have anxiety but how can I be more 
like vocal and start progressive conversations and or helpful conversations and so you kind of start to recreate the person you want to be like what kind of boundaries would I set in this instance instead of drinking about it and staying be quiet you know if you've done harm to others and you're still kind of using you're never gonna face the guilt that you have for doing things to other people like you need to face the guilt you need to get over it you need to forgive yourself you need to have empathy for yourself and for others like you need to know that alcohol dependency is not helping and I'm only doing this podcast because I'm really early on in the meetings and most meetings you don't even really get to talk and then some meetings if you do talk it's like three minutes so I'm I'm kind of taking the advantage of having a podcast and talking about my sobriety and how great this journey has been. Like, I'm not going to lie and sit here and say that it hasn't been hard sometimes because it it does get a little tempting. Like, you do get a little tempted, but that's normal. Like, we are, we. it's not normal to go to work hungover. Like, it's not normal to drink every night or every weekend or to spend, like, a thousand dollars on drinks a month at least like that's not normal our society has normalized it but it's not normal at all and another thing is like we drink when we are traumatized so it's understandable that during the pandemic a lot of us did choose drinking and then after you know just drinking celebrating and catching up and being with friends going out socializing obviously we did all that but we have to get serious about how you want to contribute to society and how you want to be as awake and alert as possible especially nowadays and how to be on your p's and q's on your like a game like as the best you that you can be is so essential to be right now because we are getting brainwashed left and right by politicians by government officials by social media by news that if we continue to do that and if we continue to drink it's going to be harder to break our addictions and it's going to be easier to get manipulated and to not make the best decisions for ourselves and for our community like i think we are at a pivotal point in society where spiritually we are kind of realizing that we are here to serve people we're not here to be selfish and to just take for us like sure self-care is important and setting up your boundaries is important and putting yourself first is important nonetheless but not to the point of being selfish like we are here to serve others and a big part of sobriety is doing that is engaging in service is attending to these communities is helping as much as you can it is being there for others and providing services for others when you can because doing that just like heals your heart and it's so crazy how everything just correlates because moderate i read a study that moderately drinking is actually worse for your heart than being sober so if you decide okay i can control my drinking i can drink one or twice a week or have one drink if i go out 
that's actually worse for your heart because you're stopping the blood in your heart every so often and because it tricks your heart into these patterns that is really bad for you in the long run and so i really like this podcast because it has a medical take on sobriety she goes over tests and research and overall brain activity it kind of gets you in the mood to study your own behaviors and to think broadly in terms of attachment styles or you know coping skills it kind of breaks down the stigmas of like embarrassment of admitting it or like thinking you're too cool to be sober comparing your friends who actually have drug problems and addictions and them seeking help to you who doesn't have addictions or hard prop drug problem usage and you think you're doing better than them and you can go out every weekend and you can ignore the fact that your friends are trying and they're still hanging around you and although you may trigger them you're unaware of that because you selfishly think you're okay and I was a selfish friend in many instances when my friends were actually seeking help it's just crazy how much I've realized and it's crazy that I'm here because I never thought I would be here and I'm in the best I'm so grateful I have a home I'm so grateful I live in LA like I'm so grateful to even have this podcast that no one listens to like I'm just so grateful that I have created this life that I pictured myself to have maybe at 23 I was like oh I want to have my own apartment and I want to have a job that I can go and I want to be as stable as possible and I I had this feeling in my head of being sober but I never mentioned it because that was not in my agenda but I had that feeling of like feeling organized and feeling normal and I feel like that right now like sure I may not I mean I do do AV work and I have been getting a lot of gigs so as much as I don't admit that I have a stable job, I do. I'm just a freelancer, so they call me and I'm like, yes or no. So it's not like a schedule, but I mean, sex work is pretty, is as consistent as it can get for me. And the money I make doing that has me take it well, well taken care of for the week, for the month. And I love supporting my my friends and their creativity if one sews clothes like hey I'll give you this much to alter my clothes if one does makeup hey do my makeup okay I'm like all about supporting my friends who decide to take a creative route and um me making unusual amounts of money is has helped me in supporting them and giving back to that community but I have learned boundaries and I have learned self-respect and I have learned that, you know, not every friend wants to be helped right now. And as much as I want to be like, and that's okay, no, it's kind of not because I don't want to see them get to a super bad point selfishly, but I also don't want to rush their journey. And I say this speaking for my friends, but I also say this speaking to my about my dad because my dad is an alcoholic 
and I call him after my AA meetings and I tell him how inspired I am, how well I went, how I'm going to continue my sober journey and I kind of just give him like a little rundown. I feel like a Jehovah Witness trying to like knocking on his door, but it's like more deep than that. I'm like, I kind of want to like be like, if you love me, you'll be sober for for five days but I don't want him to feel pressured because me choosing to be sober had me very tempted to break it it wasn't until thankfully I had this experience of like someone forcing me to break it for money but I don't know how well he do I don't know how so everyone's journey is different and I just want you to tell you that just admitting is a good step being inspired is a good step uh cutting back is a good step realizing what scenes aren't for you is a good step um realizing if your friends are triggering you and that's what's causing your drinking is a good step um being more accepting of your friends who actually seek help is a good step instead of looking at them like ill or like they're the ones with the problem maybe ask yourself why you're not in their position i know that's hard but i feel like that would be a great step um being supportive around your friends that are sober i know this is like crazy because i don't care if someone drinks around me but I the only thing I care about is like that the fact that you don't care I'm like that's crazy that's wild I mean I'm not gonna hold a grudge I'm just like amazed by the fact that people don't care that their friends are sober and they continue to drink like it's not something I'm mad about at all but it's something that amazes me of like selfishness and um yeah like I said I'm three days in I'm not anything special yet um I also think that going to these meetings really helps me because it it puts my energy into places and communities that have the same energy as me and we are vibrating in this at the same frequency and having these real honest conversations like having a conversation period brings energy like conversations are energy so i have just indulged in that amazing energetic frequency through these meetings and then i just wanted to end the thing with saying like we are human we are the human race and we are the most powerful species out there and it's time to start treating yourself as such like we are so powerful smart intelligent capable adaptable creative lovable etc etc like we as human beings should be able to accomplish so many things in a day like it's not like we're an ant or an animal that can't speak or like something that can only adapt in water etc etc like we are humans that have different like a shit ton of capabilities 
and it's time that we start treating ourselves like the best species and and nourishing ourselves and taking care of ourselves instead of drowning in our sorrows and hiding about it and being ashamed of it and not wanting to live another thing that really inspired me is i went to chloe cherry's art show which i have an episode about and one of her art pieces that we discussed being her favorite is about uncomfortable situations and how she loves to be uncomfortable because you are alive during those moments and that's exactly what sobriety is is being uncomfortable getting triggered and like working through it and doing the work doing the inner work like why are you getting triggered why are you uncomfortable right now what is it that is making you feel like this and actually going through it i know it's like well why would we want to do that because once you break down these barriers these fears these like things that have been holding you back you become a better person you grow you adapt you change and that is a part of being human like if you don't adapt you won't survive so i know it's like i'm saying it in like lamest terms but it's as simple as that um so yeah that's part one of my journey and i just wanted to kind of share that with you guys because i don't really have the platform to kind of speak sometimes at these meetings even though i want to but everything i'm saying they say so i'm like i don't even have to say it they literally just said it like everyone in these communities relates so well because we're all going through these like amazing weird changes that people should normally be going like i can't believe that it's abnormal to go through these changes but it should be normal to go through these life changes so i actually made this episode a couple weeks ago and i just listened to it right now so i'm kind of finishing it off right now um because i had a really bad day yesterday night like i lost my keys they disappeared like into a black hole like nowhere to be found no one's seen them i only went to eat into my car they're nowhere in my car nowhere at the restaurant like it's crazy i felt crazy like these keys went into a black hole like a glitch in the matrix it was nuts luckily for me the locksmith only charged me 60 bucks which is unheard of need to see 60 as bad like something is not okay with me i feel like we've all been so careful with our money because of everything that's going on the economy inflation gas prices so all that fear has me like freaking out and i have the money i have the savings so i could have paid 60 and then today i found i had to pay 330 for my new key to be made so i guess totaling up to 380 not that bad but yes a big chunk of money and i just my advice to that is always park valet even if it's 40 to 50 bucks like wouldn't you rather do that than like lose your keys and not pay for like it's just i was thinking from like a lack perspective and i had to kind of like cry it out sit through it realize i'm stupid for not parking in valet and then realize i'm not stupid don't talk to my inner child (laughs) 
and it was just like a back and forth freaking battle between myself, my ego, materialism, and fear, and then, and also just like being responsible and growing the fuck up, because that's like a given, but I was wanting to just even drink today like oh i'm just gonna drink usually i drink to feel better and i do that so i really haven't had a moment towards where i want to drink because of how regretful i feel and i kind of had that moment today thankfully my friend came he took me to the to the restaurant again to check for myself because the staff wasn't I, f- I felt like I c- didn't trust their checking skills and I was right because w- the seat that I was in I checked under the cushion which I wanted to and there was like knives and forks and they were like we we uh clean it every day like no you don't um and then I double triple checked my car I walked an hour and a half to my car which I liked but yeah to double check it Honestly, it's sitting there overnight. I'm probably going to get a ticket. I'm really just praying at this point. Because life is so hard, especially monetary. <sighs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to come on here and be like I had the worst day. I was really emotional, processing a lot, wanting to drink like wanting to just forget about my troubles and think about them a new day honestly my whole chart i'm like heavily emo i have a lot of pisces i'm a pisces stellar and i was just like super emotional but once i like got through that and my friend came helped me helped me pick up a spare key for my apartment took me out to eat like i just felt a hundred times better people were dming me giving me advice telling me not to give up and i was like fuck off but once i started feeling better i checked a message and they messaged me and they were like try and be more productive with your time and that message really resonated with me because before i was actually productive having a good time with my friend and checking and you know getting a copy of my apartment key I was in my car crying for three hours so it feels good to kind of go through this and come out sober still and just know your strength is even harder at this point so thank you so much for listening and have a good day